important new accredited investor rule coming. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of Lyra Financial. And today's Adam Talks, a monumental, potentially game-changing new accredited investor rule has just passed the house and hopefully will become law this year. So wanted to spend some time introducing this bill. Uh, it's caught passed a couple weeks ago by the uh, U.S. House. It was sponsored by uh, Rep. Um, French Hill of Arkansas and also uh, Bill Hazenga of Michigan. And uh, it's a great bill. Okay. And the concept of the bill is to make it easier for Americans to become accredited investors. So, what's an accredited investor? Under current law, if you have a million dollars in net worth, excluding your primary residence, or you have two consecutive years of $300,000 of adjusted gross income, married, filed jointly, you are deemed an accredited investor. And as an accredited investor, you then have a right to do certain investments like private placements, um, whether it's you know, hedge funds, private equity funds, venture capital funds, or even you know, investments into um, businesses, whether they're uh, small businesses or high growth businesses. So the concept is the SEC is trying to protect investors from risks associated with private type of alternative asset investments. And actually, this is kind of the big crux behind their crackdown on cryptos. They probably would have much less of an issue with crypto exchanges is if it was only open to accredited investors. And that's where they're really focused on the registration from a Coinbase, um, for example, is, hey, you're opening this up to everyone, not just accredited investors. These, these types of coins should be securities. They're not registered properly. Um, and therefore, you're in violation of securities rules. Now, that's fine. Um, my, my thing is, people understand cryptos. We're not stupid. Americans aren't dumb. And this is the theme of, of really today's podcast is, who's the government trying to protect us from ourselves? Like, is that really, how much a role should they be playing? Um, Americans aren't dumb, okay? With internet, uh, chat GPT, all this information is, you know, at our fingertips. Um, if you ask any American, especially with cryptos, people understand the risk. They know that Bitcoin, Ethereum, altcoins, they go up and down. There's uh, no assets behind them. They're super risky, highly volatile. We all get it. Um, do you need to be an accredited investor to invest? Um, right now in the crypto world, you do not. That, that could change. But the, the credit investor rules do have an impact on who can make certain investments. The statistics I found... Um, from um, the um, website is the DQ, um, don't quit your day job, whatever that was worth. Uh, but their statistics are, they estimate about $13.6 million accredited investors in the US, about 10% of Americans. So that means only 10% of Americans get to invest in certain types of investments like hedge funds, private equities, venture capital funds, and some really cool private placements into future leading companies of the world, future publicly traded companies that are now privately held type unicorns. They haven't gone public yet, okay? So that's why the Peter Thiels of the world and, and all these brilliant um, folks that get to invest in the next Facebooks, the next Instagram, the next Twitters, the next, Google's, the next chat GPT are all wealthy people. Why? Because the rules basically force you to be wealthy to make these investments. Now, what this bill tries to do, and it's great, is it basically says, okay, we're going to allow anyone to be an accredited investor so long as they just take an exam and pass. 
If you pass a simple exam where you get to go through and I assume um, understand uh, specific type of investments or general types of investments, risks associated, and, and you pass this, this exam just like you pass a driving test, um, then you can become an accredited investor, even if you have less than a million dollars net worth or $300,000 of adjusted gross income married file jointly. And you can now make these really interesting investments, which bravo, this is the way it should have always been. You know, I give this example. Um, I was a lawyer. My first year as a lawyer, I made less than 300,000 bucks. Um, I wasn't married, but I still made less than 200 single. Uh, I was a pretty smart guy. I had a law degree, I had a master's in taxation, um, knew um, the risk involved in making investments. I would not be accredited and I would not be able to make an investment. Same with the, my sister. She has an, an MBA from work. Okay. Her first couple of years working, she made less than $200,000. She would not be deemed accredited, even though she has an MBA from work. And she clearly understands the risks of certain investments. It's arbitrary numbers. Is, is it really a million? Should it be 5 million? Should it be 500,000? Who's to say the number is a million? Should the adjusted gross income be 200K or 100K or 50 or 400? It's arbitrary. It's just you know BS numbers. What do they mean? So it should be based off the aptitude of the person. So this bill makes a lot of sense. Um, Yes, certain alternative asset investments are risky, um, but guess what? I owned a, um, believe it or not, a Silicon Valley bond. Okay, I pretty much lost that. Um, if I, that was a publicly traded bond, okay, anyone could have bought it. I happen to be a fool buy it. I'm an accredited investor. I'm still a fool. I bought this a Silicon Valley bond, um, which just shows you there's risks in fixed income. There's risk in equities. Um, there's also risks in alternative asset investments. And I just don't believe it's the government's role in this case to, um, to, to basically limit what we can invest in. Now, I think the test um, or some type of uh, you know, course doesn't even need to be a test. Like, hey, um, right, if you want to have a, uh, a license to carry a concealed weapon, you basically need to you know, sit and take some courses and, and you're good to go. Uh, maybe it should be the same way. If you don't satisfy the accredited investor rules, take a course. Maybe it's two hours, five hours, 10 hours, whatever it is. Maybe you do a little quiz. Maybe you just have to put the time in. And then you understand risks. They explain you how private investment works, the risks associated, less marketability. Um, but they still are regulated by the SEC. So it's hard to understand. On one side, the SEC is saying, well, these are risky investments, so not everyone should invest in them. The same side, they're saying, well, you have to register these investments with the SEC. So we are giving them credibility, but still you can't invest. Um, maybe I'm more, or I'm too libertarian, but um, I just don't get it. Um, you can use the same analogy with seatbelts, right? Um, it's the government's role to, to protect us um, and, and seatbelts do save lives. So they unfortunately, they fortunately are, are forcing us to do that. Same with drinking and driving, not a good thing. Um, maybe that's a little different because drinking and driving, you can kill someone else, not just yourself. Here with investments, we're all responsible. Now, fraud is fraud, right? If someone induces you to make an investment, even if you're a credit investor, you still could be taken by fraud. Fraud is fraud. It's the SEC could try to prevent it by having these investments uh, registered, but a lot of the fraud occurs on registered investments, like F, like um, you know many private investments where there was tons of fraud and they were Reg A, Reg D type registered investments with the SEC. Um, it, it could help prevent fraud to some degree, but fraud still exists. 
Um, it's rare where someone goes in and says, hey, I, I invested 50K or 100K in this real estate deal. Um, and I just didn't understand it. Um, that's kind of on you, right? Like you got a private place memorandum, you got documentation, an operating agreement. Like you do have some responsibilities to Google um, who the promoters of these things are. Oh, the guy was in jail before for fraud. Maybe you shouldn't invest, right? That you do have some responsibilities. You can't just say, well, uh, hands up. Uh, it didn't work out. So it's someone else's fault. Uh, maybe there's a fine line. I don't think so. I think it, the government's not giving credit to, to all of us. We're smarter than they think. We're not dumb. Um, you see it now with, with vaccines and, you know, RFK uh, Jr. And, uh, you know, some of the pushback on, on vaccines. Like, yeah, we're not as dumb as you think. A lot of people didn't take vaccines, not because they're anti-vaxxers. They just said, hey, I don't, I don't have enough information. Like we're not as stupid as you think you are. We are We're not just going to take this stuff. So um, that that's internet, social media. Um, and that's just a small example, but I really truly believe whether it's cryptos, private placements, very, very small percentage of people are getting duped into investments and losing their money and investing in things they don't understand. Um, taking aside fraud, fraud is different. Fraud could happen in any investment, whether it's regulated by the SEC or not. Um, being a smart investor, uh, maybe you have a better chance to fight fraud, but not necessarily. Um, so that's it. I'm hopeful this bill can get passed. Um, obviously, no one knows what's going to happen. If it does get passed, it's going to get bundled with another uh, another group of bills um, and signed into law. Um, I hope the president signs this thing. Uh, I do think it will get to the president at some point. I don't know why anyone would not. Um, again, there's only 10 million Americans or so that satisfy uh, the credit investor definition or 13 million. Uh, this should be open to 200 million. Why, why are the rich only getting these great opportunities? Now the SEC is saying, well, we're protecting the small guy from th these risks, but the rich guys are like, okay, well, we don't care. We're smart enough to know that these are good investments. If you look at the last 20 years, private equity has doubled the returns of the stock market. Okay, so guess who only can invest in private equity? Credit investors. So that means everyone else got screwed because they weren't deemed accredited, so they couldn't invest in these private equity funds, even though they doubled the returns of the equity market, the S&P 500. So is that fair? Um, I think the true issue that we all need protection from is fraud, right? Is, you know, these guys, these boiler rooms selling fake products, gold, to old people for, you know, seven times the value. That's fraud. The SEC doesn't crack down on that. That's not their focus because these most of these deals aren't even registered. Uh, at the same time, there are registered deals that turn out to be fraudulent. So um, I think at some point the SEC, you know, could put data out there, like put literature. They can maybe make us take a course, which I think is the best solution. Forget about a test. Just say, hey, if you're not accredited based on financial, if you take a four-hour course, an eight-hour course, whatever it is, and you can sit through it and you there's attendance and you're listening and not sleeping through it, maybe there's a small little quiz at the end and you pass, then you're accredited. Maybe you take this test every five years or whatever it is. Uh, and then you're, you can make those investments. I think that's a fair, fair solution and everyone wins. You know, does the government say, well, if you don't graduate college, you can't drive? No, no, that's stupid. So same thing here, just because you have money doesn't mean you're smart or smarter than someone else that makes less money, right? Maybe you have a, a bigger, uh, bigger size pocket, you can absorb more risk, but just because they're registered and private placements and alternative, um, we, we know risks 
exist throughout the investment spectrum. So I'm praying this bill gets passed. I think it's great. Um, I think it's going to be really important to all of us to get more uh, alternative asset exposure, more investment uh, opportunities, which uh, I'm a big fan of because I believe in this diversification and the more investment opportunities we all have, you know, the better uh, returns we should generate. So appreciate you guys listening. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, also appreciate it. Um, hope your summer is going great. Uh, and uh, see everyone again next week. Have an amazing rest of your week. Take care.